<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Sunshade, Kiki with the gaze. It's time to drag her. Time to drag her. Oh, you my God. You guys are listening to, can you believe how hot I came in? Another episode of Drag Her, a RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. In fact, the one and only RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. Nicole is off being successful and entertaining the children, but she'll be back very soon. Until then, I have the one, the only, the icon, the legend, the crowned one, the messiah, uh... You love him, you know him, you need him. Drew Drogi. Hi, Mono. Hi. I'm not working. I'm not entertaining today, except for here, which yeah. I'm thrilled to be here. You're working me. I'm working. You're working, <laughs> working everyone's room. nerves. <laughs> screaming at you for parking. You are working my last I'm demanding nerve. mason jars full of water. Do you know what's funny? That made me ha- just flash to a time where um I used there used to be times where I would like bother uh, uh, there was a sweet old Southern secretary at my uh, father's office. Oh my God! Named Billy Baines. Billy Baines. Billy Baines was I her love name. A woman named Billy. And her tactic—you'll love this. When I was being too much, I was like, "What's this? I need to touch something. Can I open the computer?" She she had a little cup with paper clips, and they were all attached. Oh, and oh. she would hand me the cup of paper clips, and she was like. I bet you can't unhook all these. Oh, Billy, she she was good. She was she good. She was kind of zen. She had kind of her own way of knowing how to like calm genius. you down. Genius, because I was needed, working like, her last nerves. Yeah, because you needed um, like stimulus, right? Uh-huh. You, needed, you need to put your focus on something. I needed it. Yeah, I get it. Isn't that Billy zen got it though? Too. Yeah, she's what she was wonderful. What's, what's Billy up to now? Do you know? If you kept I don't her? think she's with us any longer. <laughs> okay, well you know, but she was a perfect. Die. She was a perfect sweet lady. <laughs> I'm saying that's terrible. <laughs> we all have to die. Goodbye. It was nice to meet you. She seems um, like someone who, when she passed, she was just like, yeah, I need this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. Zen. That's how I want to go. When I'm just right? like, I'm done. I'm and done. it's cool. We're all right. good, right? I'm going to leave behind a little little mug of paper clips Ugh. for other people to play with, and I'm moving on. Moving on. I love that. That's beautiful. But you know who's not moving on? The queens in this season. Girl. We have All Stars 1 working for you. We are at the finale. Um, Drew, what do you think in general of All Stars 1? Be well, honest. I, I never candid. watched, I, I, I haven't watched a lot of the All Stars as they've been on, and uh-huh. I don't think I ever watched this season uh-huh. of All Stars. When was it? When was it? 2012. In 2012. between seasons four and five. Okay, okay. Um, I knew that, spoiler, spoiler. I knew that Chad was going to win. I knew mm-hmm. that. Like, I was like, uh, and as he should have, because he's the, right. he's the legend. All Stars won. Like, that just felt do like. Do you think Chad should have won season four? Or do you think Sharon Needles properly won season well, four? Well, okay. So if in my memory, mm-hmm. I, uh, back then, let me just say, I, I was a, a huge Sharon fan. and I, I was what a Sharon, huge Sharon fan. I, I love what I Sharon am. was bringing to the table. And I remember when 
Sharon, I mean, like nobody else was doing what she was doing yeah. on that show. I mean, plenty of people were doing the, you know, the golf, in the world, the, the devil drag thing. But like, it was just such a, it was such a welcome surprise. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, and I think that uh, Chad is truly legendary and truly, you know, gorgeous and and perfect and pristine. And have Sharon you worked was with wild. Her? No, I never have. That's surprising because you're both like, like met West Hollywood and, magnates. Like, but I've never really, uh, we've never really um, crossed done anything. Now, Chad was on AJ and the Queen, which I wrote on. <gasps> yes. uh, that's coming out next year. Thank and God. And apparently he was amazing, but we never crossed paths on that because when he was doing his episode, I was writing another thing. So I didn't even, oh, I was never amazing. even on the set for that. So we've we've swam in the same pools many yeah, yeah, times, yeah. but I've, I've actually never met Oh, I can't Chad. wait to see that. What insider um, tea? That we will be seeing Chad Michaels oh, on AJ and the Queen. He gets to do a very dramatic turn. He gets a oh, very, yeah, truly. I um, can't wait. Which is really, apparently he was, it was really amazing. And I'm excited for that show to come out because it's going to show so many of these queens uh, as actors. Yeah. And um, anyway. As uh, dramatic as her turn in season four when she tells Fifi, I'm sorry I called you an asshole even though you are an asshole. Well, Fifi is the assholes of all assholes. So yeah, she why is. are you sorry about that? There's a moment where like, and it comes to bite her in the ass once like the reunion comes around, but like mm-hmm. in the final episode of season four, she's like, I'm sorry I called you an asshole. You're young, which is true. Young yes. people are assholes. That's uh, true. I mean, I have friends who are a lot younger than me and I've watched them grow up and I've now known them for some of them for like 10 years. I was just thinking about that um, this morning because I, anyway, I'm not even going to get too, it's going to get too personal and someone listening to that. Like, wait, 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 when it. was this? When was this? No, but just like, I really, I really like them now and I did it yeah. for a long time, but I'm like, you've grown up, you know? Yeah. So people are, I mean, we all are assholes. Oh God. I look know. on, I mean, my own behavior, I'm just like, am I, I was insane. Yeah. In, in college and, and everything else. I think about the way I behaved and I was like, oh, that was bad. Well, you're trying to find an identity and you're lashing out and you're having opinions mm-hmm. and you're right about everything. How hard did my pee pop on that when I said opi- <laughs> opinions? <laughs> um, but, you know, you're you're just thinking like I I know everything. Oh, and, and I'm terrified you. to admit that I don't know something. Truly. And then you get older and you're like, oh, it's so fun to learn things and not know things. Right. And it's totally fine to admit you don't know something. Ugh. One time when I was gay young, I got involved in a a gay lover's quarrel where I tried to date. uh, Did I tell you I dated multiple gentlemen on my college's salsa dancing team? Um, No, but (laughs) sure. Uh, Wait, your college had a salsa dancing team? Yes, called Querico. Um, And I dated Dated is an interesting word, but I dated multiple gentlemen on the salsa (laughs) dancing team. That's drama. That's you get one. You get I one know. gay salsa dancer per per team at least. But once I had the taste, I, oh, I went back sure. for double dips, and it yes. was it was good every time. But they were insane. And anyway, I got involved in between two ex lovers who were on the salsa dancing team, and I foolishly thought that I was going to be able to date this gentleman fresh out of a bad, crazy interaction with another salsa dancer. And my stupid, naive brain was like, he loves me. He's crazy about me. Even though he just broke up with this other crazy person a week ago. Not to mention all the rehearsals that they have, (laughs) all their performances. Uh, They're busy, honey. Honey. Well, let's get into the episode. Here we go. So Rue keeps all four of the girls um, for the top four. Mm-hmm. It's our, it's the first top four. Um, we of course know Chad is pulling ahead. 
Chanel's report card looks pretty good right behind her. Um, and Raven and Juju arguably uh, have the least strong report cards based on who's won and lost in this season. Okay, okay. Allegedly. But the whole team thing also fucks it up pretty bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm, obviously, I just have to say they're competing for a spot in the Drag Race Hall of Fame. A sickening supply of MAC makeup. A once-in-a-lifetime trip, uh, courtesy of alanchuck.travel. Oh, I love that. Now, they're what deceased, that- right? Oh, they are? I think the company is DC. Oh, the company is. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> Not Alan You're like, Alan Chuck, are they with Billy up in the sky? <laughs> <laughs> Just pulling oh, apart paper But the name clips. Alan Chuck, like, I want that to be a show. Like, I heard it was a- Why is, why is there not, like, some gay travel- like I scripted show about some travel agent or just like going I around don't the world. Know. Or something. That sounds like that sounds like so much fun. Sue so, Sue so, so much fun. Uh, but I think there was quite a scandal and they really effed a lot of their travelers. Of course, of the course. custom crown. The, here's the thing. Yes. The gays just don't know how to do anything. I'm no. just gonna say it. I'm gonna call us out. Get hot. We try to we try to have restaurants, they go <laughs> that most likely go under. Uh-huh. Unless you're called from day one to re- open a restaurant. Because it's like I think as gay people were like, I like food. Yeah. I go out all the time i have yeah. disposable income i know what re- i know what's good and you have restaurants I are spent 40 dollars on a blt <laughs> so i can get other so people i'm gonna too. charge that as well yeah and i'm gonna call it you know a bl toonie and i'm gonna put like a you know a, a sidecar martini with it or some terrible idea and call call the whole space the glish oh <laughs> the glish Let's i wanted have to lunch say at the, the gash, glish but then that was not ourselves. right but it's like <laughs> But it's like, yeah, there's so many things that you're just like, I'm going to open a travel company. I'm going to, it's like, that. I just, it makes sense. It's Image like these, first. We're very image first. Yes, exactly. And mm-hmm. we love to, and it's like, even, even sometimes that, you know, gay people that like, you know, they just can't, they just can't do anything. We, we just have to they do better. They just can't do anything. I'm, I'm going to put it this way. We got to do better. We, we got to do better. We got to work harder and we got to like. We can do kick, better. You know. Yeah, I know what you mean. our whores out of bed and get to work. We, Honey. we we really can do better. I know what you mean. There's a lot of those image forward gay businesses. There's got to be a couple. There's got to be a couple that worked. You know, honestly, these World of Wonder gays. Oh, they're amazing. They no, have I mean, of their course, shit together. Of course. Oh, absolutely. We need to follow their no, lead. No, they're like, there are plenty of companies that, you know, that, that are, you know, exceptions to the rule. But just anytime I hear like, you know, you're like. You know who else is going to? What? This is there's a small you need to go because there's a a little coffee restaurant house in East Hollywood called Bolt. Where is that? Bolt. And it's it's like Hollywood and Wilcox and it's owned by three gay zaddies. Really? There is always I feel like maybe I've been there. I'm I'm putting them on okay. blast. There's okay. always stunningly hot zaddies who run the place and work at the place, and it is distracting. Oh, I love it. You gotta go there. They know what they're doing. Anyways. Are they really like rude and um, you know, uh, <laughs> like arrogant? <laughs> I hope so. I'm asking because I want. They're it not. To. I Ugh. wish they were. They're, they're not friendly. They're friendly. And the coffee's good, and, and, the, ha- and the people are hot. Yes, and they have those. You know oh. those hands that are just like bear claws. Yes, I do. That really <laughs> turns me on. An oversized man hand really oh, yeah, gets yeah, me yeah, going. Yeah. No, I get it. You know what I mean? Where you're just sure. like your hand Handle me. feels like a baseball glove. <laughs> Sure. That's hot. Yeah. Um, so then we get, we're in the workroom again. They're saying, oh, we're so excited. Who's going to win? 
they're not in pairs anymore. Drew, do you work better in a pair or alone? It depends on who uh-huh. it's with. I wouldn't. Normally, I would say alone. I, I definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, there's certain pairs that I that I work really well with in terms of creating, writing, right? Um, of course, and I love you know certain people. I love being on stage with. It's a pair. Like it's easier sometimes with a pair, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's harder because if you're not compatible. And I'm also very um, alpha, you know, and so yeah. I can get and and, and um, kind of I can be autonomous. It's like I do a lot of solo shows. I do a lot of things on my own. So it's like I and I write a lot on my own. And I right. just sort of like I look I work best when I'm like in my own head and my own and yeah. I'm not having to explain where I am all the time back and forth. Truly. Or God forbid, take somebody else's ideas in. Ugh. Bye. Um, so I hear no. you. I feel the exact same way. Really? Like, yeah. As much as like, I, I love doing stuff on stage with people, yeah. but like the writing thing is a little more like personal and like, I'm just like, I want to take the lead. Well, and I have to sort of figure it out for a bit with myself and it's hard to sort of bounce that around when it's still in its like new stages when it's not right yet. It's not yeah. good yet, but you like, there's something here. I got to like sort of work it out on my own. Yeah. Um, You know, so yeah, I get it. I also think if I was doing a show like this, if I was on, you know, on a competition show, it would, yeah, you're absolutely like hurt or benefited. It's like being on a team can really drag you down. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You're like, it feels like you're either because you're also competing against that person. It's it's a weird sort of thing about like we have to work together, but ultimately. It's a mind I have to turn around and, and kill you. I have right. To be a praying mantis. Like, it's like Survivor a little right. bit. Yeah. Totally. That whole Survivor deal. Mm-hmm. Um, they hope they're going to do a music video for the final challenge, and so did we. Uh, but we did not get a music video challenge. We got a lot of stand up comedy. Oh, it was like, but it was also a day of like a day of a day of fame, <laughs> which was so crazy. <laughs> a first day of all, of fame. First of all, they're just the way they set this up, and I know I love it. I mean, because it's a TV show, but it's like. What they set up for them uh-huh. was not that hard. No. Otherwise, I mean, yes, they had to do they had to do completely different looks for each thing. That's that was the, the hardest part. The hardest part was like them changing in a car that's yeah. flying down the street. Yes. You know. Um, but I also love that they're flying down the street slash stuck in traffic. So I don't know how that works. Because like they're always they're just stuck on Sunset Boulevard and they're like, oh my God, we're stuck. And then they're you, you see them scream careening down the streets. Yes. So I'm like, well, pick. Pick one or the other because if we're stuck in traffic, they have cuts. some time to get changed and whatever. And if not, they could throw something together. But they look great and every they look. They look and amazing. So we know like you've had – because like obviously if any of us were trying to change in a car, it would be terrible. But Awful. really all they had to do was – and refresh me because I, I I mean I just – There's three parts to go to of a the morning, challenge. They had to go to a morning talk show Yeah, they, where they had one interview with all four of them. With Mark Malkin. Mark Malkin. Mark Malkin. Malkin. Merkin Malkin. <laughs> um, and then they have to go get a special honor at Hamburger, Hamburger Mary's. Hamburger Mary's. They get a burger named after them, and they have to give a speech. Which, the which burger none looks of them disgusting. Are, well, it's Hamburger Mary's, honey. <laughs> Everything's like a, a beefaroni sandwich plate. <laughs> yeah. It's just all. It's what just is, awful. It's like tilapia once again, tacos. Once a gay-owned business. It's just, uh, yes. And we didn't get it right. And the check comes in a high heel shoe. Yeah. And that's like dirty, and everything feels like it smells like ketchup in there. And it's the, the yeah, it's weird. Yeah, and the burger squeaks when you bite on it. It's just it, it's it's a lot. <laughs> it is, and everything's in a like, basket. Everything's like a bowl of margarita juice. Everything's yeah. just like over the top. 
Yeah, there's an option to get your instead of buns, grilled cheese sandwiches as your, as your buns, Come which on. doesn't feel right. No, I it's it, it's it's never. Yeah, I know. It's the execution, and there's no care. I I don't want to drag I, them, but I. Wow, I'm surprised that's a gay business. It's insane. What about just a good normal amount of food? Well, you go to the bathroom and it, and it blares "I will survive" or something in the bathroom. Yes. And we're like we get it. It just oh feels. It's just. Gosh. It's very. It's very basic. It's very basic. And it's also like I just. I. 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 I will love anyone. Please. Let me know what's good on the menu there because I need to know what to order there because I you know shade. you have to go there shade shade as a, no I'm just saying I'm I not, am agreeing you know, with nothing you. is even like so it's not like horribly made it's just it's so over the top and it's just it's it's so much it's like the cheesy lupa <laughs> blended oh. as you're saying margarita they're, they're trying too hard it's like. Make a taco that's good, or just make something that like a burger that's not. That's what I'm saying. Like drenched in ranch, it, with, it, you know, with like a pesto bun, and like I a, think you know. it's all based on you being slammed. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like drunk when you're so drunk, that and then, you're like, and it's like I a margarita with a enough. with a Corona sticking out of the top of Truly. it. Truly, just like just get vomity. <laughs> it's get nachos loud. topped with uh, <laughs> drink salt. And Drink salt and shots of gin. It's really mm. the food hybrid oh, is too I love much. It. Gin shot. It's too anyway. much. Anyways, anyway. so now they're gonna get do some stand up, which is wild. And I don't know if it's fair to judge these all stars. I don't know if it's fair to judge them on to make stand them do, up. making them do stand up as as your final well, challenge. <clears throat> it is it is very strange, and the whole yeah. thing is like, and they and they got. Sherry O'Terry to give the comedy notes, who, yes. I, who I love. She's amazing. And, and her notes were all good. They were all good. They were all absolutely right. She actually knew, she absolutely knew what she was doing. Yeah. And um, it's also just, it, it's hilarious because I don't even know if Sherry's done stand up, but like, because, you she know, knew. I mean, her her background with the Groundlings, it's like, like it's the opposite. Like, they're doing it as, as we both know, like, when you do improv, it's like you have to get out of the stand up mind and be in. It's a very different mindset to do improv and, yeah. and, and sketch comedy. Because you do to have to work with other it. people and you have to say yes and. And mm-hmm. stand ups are the classic people of saying, this is weird. I'm going to comment on it. Right. And so it's a, it's a totally different muscle to be able to do stand up than to do improv. She seemed pretty damn. I mean, and she just knows she comedy. She just had great comedy notes and she yeah. just knew. Yeah, she knows, she knows her stuff. Right. Um, and so they could have, they should have listened to her so much more. <laughs> <laughs> and taking her to heart. Seriously, so it's like much they more. were all gagging out like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm going to be in a room with Sherry O'Terry and I can't right. believe Sherry's going to. And they didn't listen to her when they right. when they didn't commit. I mean, she basically was saying, commit to what you're saying. Like when Juju says, oh, I was kidding. It's like, we know. We know. We you're know. You're going to stand up. You're on stage doing stand up. You're on stage. You, you don't have to say just kidding. Juju did take the note of like, talk about your family. Yes. Do and that. And she was great when she did that. Because Juju's she name her is Airline. That's so funny That's because unreal. it's real. It's unreal. funny because it's real. I love it. Um, and uh, Juju, I really like. I I did work with Juju back in the day, That's and I fun. really liked her a She's lot. Amazing. And I thought she did maybe the best of the stand up. Um, I do too. Definitely, Chanel tanked it. Oh, the stand-up. okay. So we have to talk about them in the workshop. Okay, okay. So okay. like just to get through it little by little. Chad, of course, runs some of her like. Old, I like her. I think her old queen jokes work. She's like, I'm gonna show my fupa, and Sherry's like, I don't think you have to do that. Yeah, she also doesn't have a fupa. She does, that's that's why you don't have a fupa. You know, um, 
you know, and she also, she kept saying, I'm 41, I'm 41. And it's like, maybe because I'm 42 that I'm watching going, well, that's not old. But well, it's she- like, yes, compared to the 26-year-old queens on the show, yeah, you're the old queen on the show. I get it. But it, yeah. it's not old enough to be funny. No. Like, and, I, and I've, you know, I have a thing about like when someone just uses your age, it's just, it's a, it's lazy. It's like saying, I'm, I'm 20, I don't know anything, or I'm 40, I'm old. It it's like, to go a, deeper. It speaks to a part of the, the gay vanity disease where like, yes. when you're gay and 30, you're dead to right. the, to most of the community. Right. Because we have such. But that's such, so not even true. Like the it's thing not about true that anymore. Is that, like, it's that like, we perpetuate that because we want to. Yeah. We, we tell that, we tell that tale because it's easier to go, oh, I'm 30, I'm giving up. You're right. Because going, oh, I'm 30, I'm finally owning my opinions. I'm finally an adult. Yeah. I'm loving, I'm, I'm hot, like. Yeah. 30, you know, 40 is great too. And it's like, you know, I, I've yet to hit an age where I'm like, oh my God, I'm old. I'm going to give up. However, I've, since I was in my 20s, people have called me old because I act like an old bitch all the time. So <laughs> I, I'm never offended when people call me old. I'm you're like, like reaching your correct age. You know, <laughs> exactly. like, like your, your, your body totally. and spirit are connecting. I mean, now. it's like I was in, you know, I was, you know, in, I was like, called B. Arthur when I was in college. It wasn't like, it's not really about the age that you are. It's your sensibility. So like, I, I get agree. it. But also like, if you're going to do that, then have a joke there. But I'm so old. I blah, blah, blah. Like, you know. Can I say, I agree. Cause like, as I'm getting older, I am finally like enjoying and owning myself, but there is still a shadow of the old gay me. That's, um, that's haunted by the negative, stupid part of the gay community, or so I think. Right, right. My, my projected issues with body shit and all right. that stuff where I'm just like, I'm so used to thinking the gay community is looking like an Aussie bum ad. Right. And, 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 and connecting to that being like, that is what we've all decided is the epitome of queerness. Yes. Um, and, and that's my baggage. But it, that's a, it's all our baggage. I mean, it's a lot of it. We all think... We have to look that way. Uh-huh. Yet, how, I mean, we are attracted to different body. Like, it's it's that thing about like we want a certain body, but we're attracted to a different body. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, truly, it's like I find myself all the time being like, oh my god, that guy's so hot. And then it's like, if I like really looked at that guy, I'm like, he doesn't have the perfect body. It's like we want this thing. We 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 reach an ideal. I mean, we, we desire an ideal that we don't even really desire in other people. I agree. Because you know? I think I've, I see 18 different kinds of hotness in every kind of guy. Right. <clears throat> but then I project the worst shit into my own brain. Of course. Where I'm like, well, I actually like all these kinds of people, but you need to be right, of this. Course. Right. Yeah. And okay. I, you know. I, I love know. I, I love this, but by you, the way. You know, but it's like if you, I would, absolutely, we're going deep. Fans are like, it, I thought they were going to be bitchy. And some are like, love your body, love yourself. People no, do love Chad, this because where like, else do we get to talk about this? Exactly. It's not on Drag Race. Thank you. Yeah, I wish not. there was some, you know, version of this. We could use we, more of this. We could, I, absolutely. We need, absolutely. I mean, this is, I love, you know me, I love to go deep right away. Yeah. But yeah, I think that, yeah. You, I'll never forget comedy, that date. Gay joke. Um, with what? <laughs> Oh, yeah, of course. I'm so okay. dumb. I'm like, what? I don't get it. Explain. <laughs> it was no, badly I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you have to, like, in order to have a fupa, in order to make a fupa joke, you have to have a fupa. Yes. In order to be, like, old, then, like, say something that's true about yourself being right? old. As a, something, and then we can laugh as opposed to just, like, that's it. That's it. Well, now I've talked about Chanel's problematic approach to this, which is 
outdated and problematic then, pr- even more problematic now. Yeah, and, and it's also just like, the mo- to me, the most like offensive thing about it is that, okay, what she said was- What she says was, wh- please, I'm because a white it's so, man. I'm a white man in a black woman's, in a black woman's, woman's body. body which, is, which is so stupid and not even correct. It's, it's like, not even correct in its offensiveness. They tell her at the end, I mean- <clears throat> and she then she says, I drink wine and smoke cigarettes. And Sherry's like, uh-uh. Yeah, no. First of all, like, that's not even that's not even a stereotype no. of, of, of black women. No. You're saying you have – it's so confusing because it's stupid and wrong. But then it's like even if they correct her at the very end and say – you're meant uh, to say. You're meant to say I'm a black woman trapped in a in a white man's body. Right. And then the offensive part to me is that she thinks that's interesting. Yes. The most offensive thing is that she thinks what she said is actually relevant and, and exciting. And it's like every basic gay white bitch yeah. has thought, I'm a I have a black lady inside me. Well, yeah. you don't. You don't. You don't experience, you know, you think you're sassy. And it's like, no, you're a basic gay boy, yeah. white, you're a basic white gay boy who watches reruns of Living Single. <laughs> so that's who you are. We don't, are living. Don't think that you are like, I've single. got a black woman. It's like. I don't know. It's like it I agree. Me- well, it's a classic problem in the gay, gay community where gay men are co-opting women of color's experiences right. because we're obsessed with women of color. They're they're interesting, amazing, Absolutely. and strong. Absolutely. But there's a line we need we need to watch, which of course in the past has been breached and disrespected. Right. Right. Um, and then it's like you don't even have. It's like if you're gonna go there, then uh, and again, mm-hmm. you don't even have anything interesting to say to follow it up. And Sherry told him not to do that. Just said, and, don't do it. And Chanel literally at the end is like. Oh my God, thank you. In a way where you're like, she's literally saying, okay, bye. I'm not going to listen. Bye. Right. Exactly. You know no, what I, I mean? Teach, you know, I, you know, we both teach improv and yes, we've we got do. those students that do that to us uh-huh. that take notes like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Great. Yeah. Thank you. And you're just like, and it's, it makes me crazy because I'm like, you're not listening and like, don't condescend to me with, with you know, how you take my notes. Yeah. You know, it's like, don't be like, oh, that's great. Okay. Oh, good. Oh, good my God. Point. Bye. Good advice. Thank I'm going to go. I'm going to be offensive and God. keep it on tape but it's like, forever. Be, it's like also like if you're going to be offensive, then be offensive. And then like, she was, say exactly. something offensive. Actually like, say something that's like edgy that's going to make us go, oh, my God, I can't believe she said that. As right. opposed to boring. Well, there, and, and like, Nothing it, is more offensive than boring to me. It was boring. And also – we're really ragging on her, but like it, there, there was no take on it. it, it there's no zero there's no angle or perspective. It was just like, isn't this interesting? No, every every gay white boy has felt what you're feeling. It's literally right. like I like the taste of pizza in my mouth. Yeah, and it's like what a gr- amazing perspective you have. <laughs> and then finally, <laughs> Sherry, and then Raven. What one? What did I mean? I could talk about this forever, but we should keep going. Yeah. But it is it is worth talking about. But anyways. We'll, we'll dig deeper into it yeah. as it comes up again in the challenge. Raven gives notes. Uh, uh, Sherry gives notes to Raven, gives notes uh, about her Being a set, slut. And she's just very plainly like, so you're saying you're a slut? And Raven's like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Again, My favorite part of this was how bored she is of being a slut. And I <laughs> kind of wish. How bored Raven is? Yes. Well, that would have been a really interesting that angle. That would have, Yes. Being bored of how much of a raging yet again, cock monster you are. Uh, yet again. A cock what, destroyer. What Sherry, like, didn't say, but I would say, it's like, Raven is Raven is a sexy guy, like a good-looking mm-hmm. guy, mm-hmm. and a gorgeous woman. So to get up on stage and talk about being a slut, you're not going to get laughs because, mm-hmm. yes. because you're hot. 
Yes. And so you don't have, we don't, we don't relate to you. Like mm-hmm. we, you have to knock yourself down in some way. Right. So it'd be really fun to be like, I'm so bored by how slow, you know, what a slut I am. That's an angle That's interesting. that I'm interested in. Yeah. But just like, you know, I, I, you know, I get a lot of dick and I pull a lot of tail. Oh, great. Okay. Right. Cool. Good for you. There's nothing funny about that. Cause it doesn't surprise us. You look like you would, you, you look, look like you could, yeah. you know, truly. And so. Um, no judgment. Great. I'm glad. But like, we That's don't laugh when we're not surprised. Right. It's like Carmen Carrera's thing of like, like literally Carmen Carrera just stand up in season three. And then she was like, um, have you ever felt out of place? She's like, no. Um, <laughs> have you ever felt like you didn't belong? No. It's like, well, you should. Well, cause that's interesting. Yeah. And I, you know, There's then nothing- you're not really aware because yeah. you're not really, you know, and why are you on TV? Yeah. Honestly, period. Honestly. Why are you, why, then why should we like follow you? Why should we look to you? Yeah. How do we relate to you? Yeah. You're gorgeous and you've never felt out of place? Go away. Great. I mean, that's fine, but we can't laugh at you. Well, there's a reason why you don't enjoy the comedy stylings of Grace Kelly. (laughs) You know, I'm serious. Like, you know, you know, you, you have to be able to like, like, what is and there are plenty of gorgeous people who are very funny because they've tapped into something yes internal where they've got because it's not about like oh you have to be ugly to do comedy it's just like you have to be honest and you have to be like fair with your life experience and right. if you've, nothing's ever bad's ever happened to you this is why like oh god what's congratulations your name? but guess what you what's don't get name? a spot on uh, the comedy stage I, no hunger games Jennifer Lawrence? Jennifer Lawrence is the most beautiful person I've ever seen nail self-deprecating. Yes. Like, she fucking kills it when you're like— Oh, yeah. I, when you you want to be like, I don't buy it, and then you're like, okay, I buy it, bitch. Sure. Um, and that's why in Snatch Game, you can't do a gorgeous, stunning, famous woman like Kim Kardashian, J-Lo, or Beyonce, because there's nothing interesting about a stunning, perfect person. No, I know. I know. <sighs> it's never it's never who I, like, look at to, like, yeah. sort of— embody because it's sort of like why would you want to do that i mean i do believe there's somebody who can find an interesting take you got to take on a any whole of those people but you've really got to figure it out yeah um it has to be something almost something surprising or crazy or if it's just like like literally something so completely wrong like do a j-lo who talks like a caveman <laughs> you know like this is my real voice like that's not my real voice Gah! Um, anyways, uh, well, we're going to dig deeper into the actual challenge right after this break. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with earning. Come on, y'all. We've all been there. We want to spend a little bit of extra dough on a big night out or a last-minute gift for, like, your boo. Sometimes money just can be, uh, dare I say, complicated. Well, worry not because earning helps you get your money today as opposed to later. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know, wake up because earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. You can get up to $100 per day or 750 bucks per pay period. Earning is used by over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability. So why don't you go ahead and download earning 
today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Drag Her Under Podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show. That's Drag Her Under Podcast. Get some extra dough. Have a little fun. And don't wait for your employer to give you your money, honey. Earnin is subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Are you seeing some triggering ads on social media? Stuff about summer bodies, stuff about the diet cleanse, stuff about trimming down. Fuck that noise. That stuff is triggering for me, and I assume it's triggering for someone else listening. That's why I use BetterHelp. BetterHelp allows me to get in touch with a licensed professional therapist who can help me recharge, who can help me de decrap my brain because those negative images and slogans can really creep in and give me negative body talk. You know what I mean? Any form of negative self-talk that is traumatic for me. And um, thankfully, I'm using these tools and being honest about them and articulating them in a way that takes the power away from them. If you're thinking about therapy, you should give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched with a licensed therapist and you can even switch therapists anytime at no additional charge. That's how I found my personal therapist. I found my sweet spot with BetterHelp. So go visit betterhelp.com slash drag her today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash drag her. Go find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. We're back. Oh, oh, oh. Drew, how was your break? Oh, it was fantastic. Oh, I'm delicious. so breaked. I feel, I feel fully so, broken. Mm, delicious. <laughs> um, now we're going to, to our wacky racer style challenge uh, where they're going to drive about rat race style and do all these things. Um, I felt immediately bad for Delta work and Angina having to drive these so, gals I know, around. It's awful. What a not honor. What a bummer when the, the company, the production yes. company calls you to be like, we want you on All-Stars. <gasps> to drive, to around, drive other around other All-Stars now, here's in my boy question. clothes. They weren't contestants on All-Stars earlier that season, were no, they? No, no. So and that's, uh, that's horrible. And they it's have like, not yet been contestants on any other season of All-Stars. It's so, cra- so awful. It makes me crazy. It makes me hate this business because it's like, also, I just wonder how owned these queens are because they all are doing all the things. So, like, yeah. they have to go on tour mm-hmm. after the show. They have to do – I mean, at least then they get to perform. Right. But it just feels like you're part of it. It's like I wonder, like, contractually how much they have to just, like, do. And, like, you have to drive around. You have to drive the queens around. Well. What a nightmare. What a nightmare. I think it was something cute production thought would be adorable. and But that's the problem. They always do that. They always, they always think this will be cute and this person will love doing this. Yeah. The amount of things that are pitched to me that are like, we thought it would be a really fun idea. 
if you, you know, ran naked through the snow and, or whatever, and it's like just some awful thing that they think I would love. Right. You know? We want and you to like, drink a cup of mustard and, and then, say, oh, that's nummy. And they will say things like, well, like, they'll come to you and they go, we have zero idea and we need you to like write the whole thing and do it all. And it's a great exposure. We have but no money. you won't get writing credit. But, no, 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 no. And no, no, you're no. non-union And today. we know this will be really fun for you. And it's just like, what are you... You know, and then I say yes to certain things, too. And, <laughs> and then, then I'm I like, say, what am I doing? Me too. I'm on a float. Me too. I'm like, how dare you? I'll be there at right. 6 a.m. Exactly. Uh, but I do feel, I mean, it's like the thing where you're like, ugh, you get no. Yeah. But they had to have some deal because both Angina and, and Delta were like out of drag. Mm-hmm. Clearly, where they're like, I'm not even going to shave for this. Like, don't no. even ask me to do this. Don't. Don't. They did They did a good. What made me laugh about the first challenge was they were like, you're off to the races. And I think as you know, or I noticed, they fake uh-huh. drive uh-huh. to it. They, they're in the same they're studio the same that's place. right next. That's that downtown LA studio. Exactly. And they're like, oh, you're off to the races. And it's also they like move an inch. you have a live interview at the same time right. that you're going to make. Right. Like they're not going to not make that. Like, so it's just like. Calm down. I know, right? It's it's the production's fault if you didn't make it. Exactly. It's uh, what? I know. It has literally zero to do with how the queens are doing. Yeah, I don't think. It was anyone watching were like, oh, I hope they make it. What if, <laughs> what if Aunt Jenna gets too person. distracted I wanna, by Dick? I want to be in the head of that person who's just like terrified if the queens are going to make their first appointment. <laughs> Me too. I want to be with that audience <laughs> member. So Chad, let's talk about their looks for the first interview looks. Chad is serving a BLD uh, with uh, Mrs. Brady after the divorce wig. Uh, <laughs> Chanel is very designing, uh, like a designing woman and a steel magnolia. Sure. It's kind sure. of her look. Juju looks like a Rembrandt ad from the 90s. <laughs> and like Raven is like Jenner with like a dash of zombie Pat Benatar. Very good. Very that. Very, very that. Very that. Uh, they're in the interview with Mark Markin. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, don't be crude. Did you remember this part where they're like, <sighs> don't cuss during the interview? Because drag queens I know. cannot God, cuss. Especially on morning television. Also like- isn't that kind of telling you to do it? Like, it's, right? it's sort of like, you know, sort of taunting you to do it. I didn't care about this storyline of at like. all. At all of like, oh, oh, she cussed? Raven it's can't also, be an all-star now. It's never, it's it's also never real uh-huh. to have four, four guests on the show at the same time and never ask specific questions to any of them. Like, like direct any questions to any one of them. Mm-hmm. They just asked general questions and it was like, jump in. So it was a free for all. Yeah. So I actually felt bad for Jujube in that moment because it's like, you know, uh, they're all competing and it was like, Chanel, shut the fuck up. Oh. <laughs> babble, babble, babble doesn't equal quality. I've never heard anyone talk more about peplums. Peplum, oh, you know, exactly. Shut she thought that was up. such, she thought that was so... You know, with smart all due respect, shut the fuck up. And it was like, but also like, <laughs> pick your moments, right? And and say your points, and then leave and let other people talk. Because, right? You we know, don't. the southerner in me is like, I you know, we'll let people finish and whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I just I I get that in a moment where you're like doing an interview and you just think like. Well, surely they're going to ask me something. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, it's a competition. You have to just like get in. And it's like, well, it's Ugh. bad. It's it's bad improv to just scream and talk constantly Truly. without stopping and listening. Truly. And also, no one's impressed that you're using the word degolatage. We no. all know that word. Ugh. But you're using it in a way of like, can you believe I just said that? 
Also, old Hollywood. Here's something unique. I'm a gay person who likes old Hollywood. Oh, boy. So now they're off to Hamburger Mary's. Hamburger. I, I wrote down this quote because it made me laugh. Chad said, quote, a hamburger is named after us, and that's a huge deal. Uh-huh. <laughs> Too stupid. And I then, mean. okay, they're putting on clothes in the in the van. Uh, great. They're off to the Hamburger so Mary's. Supposed to, it's supposed to be like an Oscar look. Is that what it's supposed to I emulate? Guess. But they're getting a hamburger named after them at Hamburger Mary's. It's in the middle of the day. In the middle of the day. And there are four people there. Like, in the, yeah, in like a hot, stinky, ugh. barely air-conditioned Hamburger right, Mary's. right. right. I don't know, man. How is that an honor? So their burger looks, their <laughs> burger appropriate looks are. Let's Ra- Raven's giving like blonde, Catalina boutique, hippie kind of that look. Mm-hmm. A very very Paris Hilton when that was relevant. I have to be honest, I don't remember what any of them looked like. So no I'm worries. Go with you. Just yeah. gonna share so people have I love a, a visual oh, aid. I absolutely love it. I'm just sorry that I'm not trying. Living. In no worries. Chad is serving another kind of confused Brady rocker, but it's gorgeous. <laughs> It's gorgeous. She loves her little, like, glovelets. Uh, she lives oh, for a yes, glovelet. Yes, she does. Her hair is incredibly hydrated. Juju's wearing just a black little dress, which is fine. Uh, for, da- what, what was that? What was it? Dahlia's? Am I thinking of Dahlia's or Claire's? It's very, oh, maybe I'm Claire's thinking of is Limited. The, is the makeup. Place. I mean, it's a Dahlia's bit wet seal. Wet seal. Delia's. Thank you. It's thank you, Emma. The real um, lady in the room knows. And Chanel looks like Lisa Frank diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> looks like she bought it from Fias. Um, what? Pa- Paredes? Fallis? Fias. Paredes? Paredes? Fias Paredes? What are you talking, what are you I think about? you're right. Yeah. Fias. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, great. Now they talk about the signature hamburger, which is... Listen to this disgusting description. Half a pound of organic beef, a slice of Granny Smith apple dipped in honey. Sick. Hot hot pepper jack cheese. God. And pesto. How are all of those things working together? They're not. Apple slices need to go on pork or chicken, first of all. Thank you. And then, so you don't want beef and apples. Apple and then pesto. And then dipped in honey and pesto. There was also like sun-dried tomatoes on it, which is oh, like- which are awful, which need to be <laughs> ab- like abandoned from earth. It's like biting into a roach skin. Uh, yes. Uh, no, but it's like, oh, I wish my, my tomato tasted more like a dead raisin. <laughs> oh, have a sun-dried tomato. <laughs> awful. Uh, I kind of wanted to see what it would be like to bite into um, Leatherface. I kind of wanted to know what it would be like to bite into him as a food. Yes, yeah, so, sure. You know what? Yeah, I'll add sun dried tomatoes. Right. Um, oh, and if there could be more of those little like dried up seeds inside of it, that would be great. Oh, um, nasty. Great. And it won't go away in your mouth either. You no. can't get out, out of your mouth. It's like you're just chewing on this, just this awful dead skin. <laughs> Awful. Now, and it's such and, an honor to, for this burger to be and named a, and after them. Honey on a hamburger? Get out of here. Honey. Honey? <laughs> no honey, honey. No honey. This is very, it's very, it's like, like a, it harkens back to America's tech, the next top model. Like when they had to bite into like pickled plums. Um, on like season three or something of uh-huh. ANTM, they have to, uh, they're in Japan uh-huh. and they have to like eat omoboshi, which are uh-huh. these like pickled Japanese plums. But those sound delicious. I bet those are great. They're actually not. Oh, they're not. Okay. They're not. But you know, it depends on who you are. 
Right. My, I mean, are, they, are they really? Um, what's the what's the flavor of the? They're sour. Uh huh. They're very sour, but I guess a little sweet. They're definitely like a very specific flavor. Like profile. you had to, a flavor you really needed to grow up with in order to yes. kind of have in your palate. Yes. But at least that's a thing. It's not some weird contrivance of just like how many gross things can exactly. I put together? Exactly. It's cultural, darling. Yeah. Um. So I mean, Applebee's wouldn't even do this burger. Like this is no. a burger that like. Honey, ugh. Applebee's would would say, let's use some restraint. Exactly. Which is Apple, yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. Um, So now they're back in the van. They did it. They just got also like a key to West Hollywood for eating a (laughs) shitty burger. (laughs) Chad performs conolingus on the burger. What? Chad does a very like jokey like to the burger. Just. Fucking gross, man. I'm not into that kind of humor. I don't, I'm not here for I don't that. enjoy that. So now they're, back, <laughs> no, thank you. Now they're back in the van and uh, they're getting ready for the stand up challenge. Right. Um, and Chanel is worried and she asks Delta, how did you get through it on your challenge, on your season when you had to do stand up comedy? And she says, I did not. I went home. I went home yeah. on the stand up challenge. Yep. That's, Honest. It's honest and real. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, yeah. I remember that episode. It was just, a rough episode for Delta. Well, it's, I mean, first of all, I mean, making somebody do, it's It's honestly like, I mean, I don't even really do stand up. I guess I kind of do it when I do like mm-hmm. storytelling shows, but I'm, you can as work a comedian, a I'm not, I don't love doing, it's hard. The me pressure neither. of doing stand up for me is hard. So I, making a drag queen do stand up is, unless you're cruel. called to do stand up is really cruel. It's just like, it. you know. Uh, there's so many things that it, it's like, a, you know, forcing me to sing or forcing me to, you know, tap dance or, yeah. or so address like anything I would have. I mean, like, it, it's, it's just like, up. it's a very specific skill. It's like, that oh, either so you're you can do it or you don't. Exactly. You, oh, you're good at female illusion. But the best advice. We need you to demolish this building. Yeah. Like, but that's not what I'm good But at. the best advice that Sherry gave them was to be honest and talk yeah. about, and just to talk about your life. Yeah. Because that's where at least you can. You know, reveal that. And a lot of comedians, that's yeah. all they do is they get up and they just talk about their life. And, yeah. you know, we'll at least relate to that. We'll at least like that. We're not, you're not trying to be funny out of some bad joke that you dreamed up and thought this will be a funny thing to say. Audiences have a high, uh, audiences have a very sensitive bullshit detector. Yep. And, and the second you give them bullshit, they're like, I'm out. Yeah. So yeah, you you yeah you might as well be honest because they'll know. Yeah, they'll know. Um, so great, there now we're in the stand up challenge. Um, Angina gets distracted by some man meat, which they, I also love that they're all they're all acting like they don't know what the comedy store is or where it is, and they see the <laughs> sign they're like it's <laughs> yeah. that big white circle that says the com that's it the comedy that's it, store that's it. like. How do you not, even if you don't live in L.A., how do you not know what the comedy store is? I don't like, know. You've never, you know, seen yeah. anything. Of course you know. They know. What that is. But you'd, some producer was telling them, like, act like it's some really bizarre, you mm-hmm. know, Neverland that no one's ever seen. Also, it, it, it's bad. If you know L.A., it's bad to look at the editing because you, like, you see them driving towards yeah, the comedy oh, store. and oh, you're like, Oh, absolutely. You see you're like, wait, like, where are they now? And Beverly now and Fountain, and you're like, yeah. what? They're yeah. not near the comedy store. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, so here we go. We, are, we have uh, the Jujube starts first. 
Um, and Juju starts talking about her family. It's pretty funny. Look, her accent's great. It's it's always gonna work. Yeah. The only thing that drives me nuts about these challenged, and I think there's, I am gonna say there's nothing scarier in this world than unearned laugh cutaways. Yes. Is anything spookier in the world? <laughs> Is anything make you feel more uneasy when like a drag queen or just anyone on a show delivers a joke and then the editor has put in a hard like oh, I know. audience cutaway. <laughs> right. Or someone's dying laughing, clapping. And that's so not fair to anyone involved. Exactly. Because it's not fair to the performer because you're like, that might have been mildly funny, but then to put in a audience laughing that hard, it makes the person watching it at home go, well, that wasn't that funny. What's happening? And then if you're that person in the audience, you were probably laughing at something else that they cut that into. Right. And so that's just makes you look like an idiot. Like there were quite a few people in that audience that I knew. Yes. And I was like, oh, that's my friend. I know the person. Like, I don't know how they got roped into like, come, come watch some drag queens do stand up this afternoon. And they're really smart, intelligent people in that audience. And I'm like, they're not laughing that hard at that. They're doing right. it for camera or they're doing it because they're laughing at something else. Right. Or like Sherry O'Terry got up there and did comedy that we don't see. and the, Or somebody got up and yeah. actually did real comedy and they're actually laughing they're at that. They're just using, yeah. So that's not fair to do that to them. No, you'll look like a fool. Right. You could lose a job. Sure. You could be in the chair. You could be opposite <laughs> The employer of your dreams, and they say, "Wait a second. They think that's Did funny. you laugh at that <laughs> part where Chanel said, "I'm a white man trapped in a black woman's body"? I mean, I think that's our greatest fear. It's like someone saw me laughing at something that I didn't, that wasn't that funny, <laughs> and they think I'm not funny anymore. Truly, I got totally read by someone who I think is very funny because I posted that I liked the the remake of Pet Cemetery, the recent Pet Cemetery. Uh-huh. I really liked it. I enjoyed I it. It was a great it, horror movie, but I love it. Didn't change my life, and it was. But I thought it was really well acted. I thought it was really well done. You had a good time. Genuinely scary. And I was like, if you want a good horror movie, go see this movie. Yeah. And someone I really look up to, I, I ran into her like a month later. She's like, you liked Pet Cemetery. Wow. That tells me a lot about you. And it kind of, I mean, fuck you, number one. But yeah. it was also like, oh my God, it, it kind of stayed with me for a long time because I was like, oh my God, you like are judging me for that. Like. I, you're going to use that against me forever. Like if anything, you're like, well, he liked Pet Cemetery, So what does he know? I'd be like, darling, why do you remember that? It, 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 What's it going on? It definitely did something. It yeah. definitely, it created a real moment I, pe- for both of us. People take everything and too I'm like, seriously. I, just, I know. And I'm like, I just liked it. I thought mm-hmm. it was entertaining. I, I'm not going to say. This is the best thing. I, this is a great trick I steal from Nicole, which like when anyone, whenever anyone says something crazy to you online or in person, the best way to disarm them is to say, oh, I'm sorry you're having a tough day. I hope you have a better day I tomorrow. love that. It's Mine, perfect. the one that I do, yeah. and I did it the other day at Shake Shack, because I'm living my <laughs> best life. Uh, this awful woman was at Shake Shack, and I was just getting my, I was, you know, my buzzer rang for my, you know. For your my, concrete? For my chicken sandwich. I didn't get a concrete. Oh, I didn't what a crazy. mistake. I had a chicken sandwich. A cherry pie concrete, darling. Uh, that's, those are delicious. I've mm. had them before. And I get up and I'm getting my food. And this woman in front of me was like, had, there was another tray of food. And I guess they had the number wrong. Mm-hmm. But she's like, but that's my food. And the guy was <laughs> like, okay, I guess I just had the number wrong. And she goes, okay, but it's my food. Like she was so aggressive and he wasn't arguing with her and he was just like I guess like you know and I turned to the woman and I just said I hope you're gonna be okay <laughs> and I think that's a great way of disarming people because it's like because it's like 
it's totally cunty, uh-huh. but it's also like said with like, I hope you're going to be okay. Like, yeah. it's said with like, I, I'm concerned about you. Of course, I'm not concerned about her. I mean. But it's my way of saying you're an awful person. Yeah. And what you just did was crazy. You screamed at someone who's working in a fast food joint about the, the number being wrong. And he's not debating that that's your lunch. Ugh. Eat it, pig. <laughs> Honestly, to quote Friday the 13th, part five, eat your fucking slop, you dildo. Yes. <laughs> I love that you quoted Friday the 13th, part five. A new I'll beginning. I'll never forget it. There's this huge character in it who's just like a woman who's totally going to die, who's just like cooking a nasty. <laughs> There's so many nasty people in Friday the 13th. Exactly. Nasty everyone, women. We have to rationalize their deaths. Yes, of and course. And she's this old country woman in a shack and she's yelling at her I husband. I remember this. She's yes. cantankerous and she <laughs> yells the line. Eat your fucking slop, you dildo. <laughs> and also, a country woman calls people dildos. I want to know her story. So funny. Dildo. Uh. Uh, <laughs> okay, so the random challenge is Chad. Chad's next. She talks about Dr. Bandito and getting all this silicone. Um, it's, I, This was fine. It wasn't great. but It made me mildly uncomfortable. Not mega uncomfortable, but just there were certain moments where we we're like flippantly talking about Latinx culture that made me a little uncomfortable. And we, uh, with, uh, which she was like, Dr. Bandito, Fiesta Day blowouts. Oh, She's yeah. She's making uh, right. Spanish noises, for lack right. of a better word. Spanish noises. Spanish noises. It didn't, it wasn't bad. It was fine. Well, again, it's, it's basic, it's obvious. Like, I feel like a lot yeah. of things, I'm like, what I don't like about certain things, it's like, it's not like I'm so offended, I'm triggered, that's r- racial, uh, that's racist. Uh-huh. It's just sort of like, come up with something better. So just surprise us. Yeah, 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 you yeah. You know? Because, and also put the joke on yourself. Yeah. Put the joke on like, because my drag career is where it is, I have to afford the cheap drive-by drag. I mean, that's the, make the thing about yourself, like I can't afford Truly. the high-end Beverly Hills, cause, I mean, even if that's not true, but I don't know, go that angle of, as opposed to like, yeah. I Chihuahua in Mexico. Exactly. Everything. It's just like, uh Yeah. You're always going to invite the audience to laugh. Like, the audience is going to always laugh more when you're, like, ready to make fun of yourself. Yeah. Uh, Raven talks about getting uh, put in jail. I love her. She's wearing a blue Afro Mediterranean nightmare. I love it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, but she also talks about being in jail and having a cellmate named Anthony. Which also made me mildly uncomfortable. Well, I also don't really believe. I don't no, I don't believe, I believe it. That. No, I don't believe a second of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't have anything also, to say about like, that. I, I again, I don't find you know crazy black people's names funny. Like exactly. I just, it's just like oh god. That's what we're alluding to, yes. and that's that's and where I the just, laugh I, is I'm coming from. I'm growing up in from. North Carolina, and that was like sort of. That was really where like so many like racist jokes came from. It yeah, wasn't agree. like. They weren't overt racism. It was like, but it was that. It was it's like, that. Oh, you're making fun of like, you're basically saying they're ignorant and, that exactly. they, don't, and they don't know how to name their children. And right. But if you did your <sighs> homework, you would know that a lot of black Americans give their children names that are not tied to any Thank sort you. of culture because Slave they're so owner. eager yes. to create their own culture. It's yes. called secondary culture. And it's yes. uh, a lot of cultural groups who have been ripped from their uh, heritage uh, 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 native places right. must create secondary culture because they're And as a drag queen, you should maybe know something about secondary culture. Hello. I mean, as a drag queen, you're like, you named yourself something Ex- that's stupid. Exactly. So it's like, so you, you know, how are you better? 
pick up a book. And um, pick up a book and close yeah. your cunt. Um, <laughs> I don't. I'm just being awful now. <laughs> okay. Billy is Billy back? Billy's back. <laughs> okay, Chanel. We don't need to talk about how how this doesn't work. We do have to also talk about how they're ta- how we're wearing a lot of silly afros and 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 that's comedy also looks. Comedy. You can looks. tell they're like it's comedy. It's comedy. Oh my god, I hate I hate that more than anything. I will say I'm not gonna say her name, but it's someone I really deeply don't like. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I had to write for. Ooh, can you say them and we'll bleep them out with a funny Nicole Byer noise? Yes. Uh, her name is. <laughs> Please bleep that out. Yes. Uh, I was writing. I was writing for her one time, and I never met her. She refused to meet any of the writers. There were four of us uh-huh. who she refused to meet Uh-oh. for a show, and her idea. And one of her bits was to come out in an afro and all like disco clothes. That was it. That was comedy. What? And I was like, afro isn't funny. Like that's not. That's not a joke. It's not a thing. I don't know what that. What's the. What's the. What's the joke? But it's literally like I'm wearing wacky. The second to me somebody walks out and wears. It's like I have to be very conscious when I do an improv show of what I'm wearing. Like I made mistakes along the way when I thought this is a fun shirt. Of course. If the shirt is too – if the shirt reads too comedy with a K, right. you're working too hard when yeah. you walk on the stage. And An audience can smell oh, that you're trying yeah. too hard and that you don't trust what you have. You right. don't trust your gut and you're not – you know, you're walking on stage. You're like, I have a funny hat on. I'm, I'm going to get a laugh from my entrance. Yeah. Good luck. Good <laughs> Good luck, sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like a casting director who I knew I would never see again said to me, have a good day, sweetie. Ew. <laughs> and you know her. You know. You know her. I'm going to say her name and you can bleep it out. This uh-huh. casting director who I knew I would never see again when she said, have a good day, sweetie. Uh, rah, rah, rah. Oh well, she's horrible. She's yeah. no longer. She's no longer in business. Oh no, yeah, she's canceled. So yeah, that's why you'll never see her again. She's been it's canceled not because this, I thought you were going to tell me somebody who was like a working casting director. No, 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 not a demogorgon. <laughs> no, she's you know, a, relic of the past. She's a corpse who lives in a volcano she's awful. now. Um, okay, great. Let's go ahead and get to the main stage. What do you say? Let's um, do it. Here we go. Rue comes out in a golden amber. Rusted tin roof melted poured all over her look. She looks amazing. Yes. Um, and Michelle looks awesome too. She's elevated jersey trash. <laughs> like if a billboard was a whore. Uh, yes. She looks great. And then we have Sherry O'Terry and Beth Ditto. Lovely. I love both of them. They're both amazing. They're both amazing. Um, and here we go. Uh, let's talk about their looks. Chad comes out on the runway on like a hot in a drag holographic warrior. Uh, kind of a sexy superhero mm-hmm, with a mm-hmm. blonde pinned curly swoop. Mm-hmm. What'd you think? Looking great. Looks Looking great. very Chad. Looking great. Uh, pretty impressive restraint. Yeah. Your finale look, I would I would be so tempted to even mm-hmm. do a little more, but it's it's certainly enough. Yeah. Juju B is giving a gorgeous face and a a a, a, a stunning kind of bedroom curly mm-hmm. hair, but mm-hmm. I don't like the dress. What was the dress? I don't remember. It was like a blue Santorini couch cover. Yes. Yes. Uh, Now I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't. It was like, it was neither polished nor dirndled fashion week. Yes. It was somewhere in the middle. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Not enough. Um, But we love her. We stand her. Uh, Then Chanel comes out 
looking like crab people. Yeah. Oh, that was awful. <laughs> because it, it wasn't it wasn't campy enough to be fun. No. It wasn't like, oh, I'm, you know, Debbie Harry and hairspray. You know, or like it wasn't crab like you know, people. it wasn't that. Crab it was it, you know people. It, no, agree. It just it just looked like a dumb costume. And it shouldn't have been velvet. It looked like a high school production of Little Mermaid. It was yes, it was and the velvet looked thick. Like if it was maybe silk or linen, something with a flow, it could have looked better, mm-hmm. but it looked like a felt gown with Michael's yeah. like red furry balls right. all over it. I And if you think you're gonna win all stars with that look. Honey. Get yourself a honey-dipped apple pesto. <laughs> now, Raven comes out in this expensive boudoir look. Yeah. I thought it was stunning. Sexy. It's really stunning, and it's it's that amazing thing. Well, she was doing lingerie before, like, they overdid it in, mm. other, in later seasons, like season seven, ugh, where uh, there was just everyone was the wearing— The pajama years. The pajama years. This, like, very expensive— fucking lingerie with mm-hmm. like a gorgeous bra, a sort of like high-waisted, sparkly, yes. uh, sexy cut under panty, mm. and this amazing uh, bed cape. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it takes was, a lot of nuts to wear something that like yeah, simple. Yeah, but also very sexy. Very, and also with – it had like a – it had a – it had like a – 80s sleazy late night movie quality to it as well yes. that I loved. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's yes, yes. Oh God, I'm trying to think of one of those fuck movies from the 80s, like a Shannon Tweed movie, or yes. you know, yeah, which was maybe more 90s, but yeah, more 90s, sure. like Sliver. Sliver was very sure. fucky, right? Sure. Um, love that. Love, love Shannon. Um, Sharon Stone. I said Shannon Stone. Well, Shannon Tweed, Sharon Stone. There, there's where my brain went. <laughs> Um, great. They excuse them off the main stage. We're going to decide who the top two is. It's pretty clear, right? Yeah. 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 It's clear. Um, yeah, it's pretty clear who the top two is. We have, um, uh, now Raven and Chad are announced to be part of the top two. It makes so much sense. No one's surprised. Um, and trigger warning, they have to sing to a song which is no longer responsibly named, but it is the song Tranity. Um, yep. Which we yeah uh, is just not cool anymore toward the trans community right. to so flippantly be using a word right 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 sure um, it was okay. a different time it was 2012 it was 2012 <laughs> it was the before time the cities had not yet fallen I know um, I mean I look forward to a time where we can use those words again with respect and love and owning them again but I we do- have to we have to get a new president and a right. new world. <laughs> We need to heal a little bit more before we can use some of this language flippantly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because, um, like, you know, yeah. Word. Sure. So I actually think in this lip sync, I think Raven did a better job in the lip sync. Yeah, probably. I mean, I think it was, like, pretty much in the bag, though, that it was Chad's. Right. Unless Chad really Because she, like, up. won the season. Right. But right. Raven maybe did better on the day, but uh-huh. still it was like, mm. Right. At this point, Chad won, like, four or three. But also it's like. It's Chad Michaels. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like, that's yes. just a legendary, that's a drag queen that, you know, that needs to win All-Star Season 1. Like, it just yeah, it just makes sense. It did just make sense. And she did well. She did. She, I, she didn't. She always does well. She always does, ex- you know. Um, I mean, Chad is never, like, my style just because it. she is more in the world of, like you are saying, she's a perfect 
queen. I mean, uh-huh. she is in the world of Barbra Streisand, Beyonce, mm-hmm. kind of a thing where she's flawless. Mm-hmm. And I like flaws. I like scars. I like weirdness. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have total respect for what she does. You know, it's like, great. That's that's your brand. I love it. You know? Yeah. I could never do that. You can't knock it. No. Um, you can't knock it. You have to respect her. And she's just such a fucking amazing person, too. Yeah. She likes to pretend like she's like, it was a fluke, but you're like, you're one of those people who like, also, you're one I of mean, those people who gets up. Warrior, you've been doing this for a long time. God, it takes a lot of guts to keep putting yourself out there and just like knowing you're the shit. Well, because forever, I mean, Ch- Chad was always, I-, I always knew Chad as like, as the share drag queen. I mean, I mm-hmm. think before Drag Race, mm-hmm. it was always, she was the the quintessential share impersonator, share mm-hmm. drag queen. If you needed a share, it was like, yeah. and that's, she, you know, that was her stamp on the world forever. Like I knew who she was bef- way before yeah. the whole thing. And, um, you know, and then she's since like come out from under that. Yeah. Whereas a lot of other people have had a hard time. Like Derek Barry has had a really hard time shaking the Britney Spears the thing. Britney thing. And I think yeah, he yeah. honestly, Derek just wants to be Britney. Like I sure. think that's really all he cares about, which is great. But Shad um, really kind of, Shed share. Shed share. Oh, shed share. Shad, shed. Shad, shed, share. Cheerfully. Um, <laughs> she's amazing. It's a man, what a, it's a real twist in the tit that Raven got to top two for the second time and didn't win. I feel for her, but also, bitch got a job. So she does she um, don't care. That's the thing. It doesn't matter that they, once you're on that show, you've you've done it. You right. Have, you're part of that team, you're part of that family. I'd one person has to win. Only one person can win it. Yes. It doesn't mean that you're not qualified. Yes. You know. Oh, and then, yes, of course. Right. Right. Um, But, you know. Raven very funnily shaded that moment where she was like, as we know, only one person can win Uh, uh, All-Stars. It was very funny. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I I love Raven so much. I love them both. But it makes sense. You're you're picking between amazing and amazing. So someone's got to win. Well, and it's all TV. Like all it's it's it. all wrapped up in the fact that like you're nowhere near the comedy. Like you know, it's a TV show, so it's like let's just you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, before we bid you a ta-ta, we should talk about my stupid little segment called "A Star Is Porn." A star is porn. Here we go. A star is porn. A moment of porn excellence. You want to give an award? I would like to give an award uh, for the most. Confusing <laughs> storyline in a gay porn uh, to a certain uh, uh, gay porn. Uh, I believe it maybe it starts one of these old gentlemen. It's from the seventies or eighties. My favorite. Um, yes, and it involves. It's this great little storyline where a um, a sort of drifter or like a. I think it's a drifter. Like is like comes to the door of a straight couple. Uh huh. And he is like, I need a place to crash for the night. Um, and they're like, <laughs> oh my gosh, you were in the rain. So you uh. gotta come inside. This drifter comes in the home of this straight couple. They give him, you know, they let him into the bedroom for no good reason. Um, well, as you should, if as you're in you the rain, should. you're a drifter in the rain, let them in your bed. Let them in your bed. 
And you're human. As you know, drifting makes you horny. Very. And so he starts helplessly jack- horny. Yeah, he starts jacking her. He, he starts jacking his his donger. And oh, well, um, he said jacking her, and I was like, I love it. <laughs> right. He's jacking her. Great. No, the wife, like in all gay porns, is like, I am going to bed, honey. Um, oh, perfect. So he starts jacking it. The man who lives at the home walks in on him. And of course, he's like, whoa, man. Hey, whoa, this is crazy. And then he's like, but that looks good. Um, so he, of course, joins in, <laughs> cheats on his wife with the drifter. Uh, it gets even more crazy because after they've cheated, the wife like goes to the safe and she's like, <laughs> the safe. The safe. As you do. Where's the money? And he's like, she's like, he's like, oh no, the thief drifter took it. The <sighs> wife. It's fucking crazy. The wife leaves the house, and then the drifter comes back out of the shadows and is like, we did it. We successfully stole money from your wife, and she's none the wiser. <laughs> and I what? was like, what the oh, fuck? So it was like Death Trap. Yes. Do you know Death Trap? No. Michael Gass? I'm just going <laughs> like to say Michael yes. Michael Caine and, uh, and um, um, oh my God, Diane Cannon and Christopher Reeve. Oh, fuck yes. And it's like- so Michael Caine and Diane Cannon are the, he's like a, he's a playwright and <laughs> she's like hysterical and an alcoholic. I don't know what her okay. job is, but they're a couple. Okay. And Christopher Reeve is a young writer who was like, you know, basically like learning. For, and then he thinks that Michael Caine thinks that Christopher Reeve is having an affair with Diane Cannon. Okay. So he kills, he actually, he kills Christopher Reeve. Oh. But somehow it's a, it's a plot. I'm getting all this wrong. And someone's listening, but. It's a plot between Michael Caine and Christopher Reeve. They're actually uh-huh. lovers. Okay. And they actually plot to kill the wife. Okay. And then they kiss. I remember I saw it as a child and I saw Michael Caine and Christopher Reeve. Superman, you know. Wow. And Michael Caine. What? Michael Caine? on the mouth when I, in Whoa. the 80s. And I saw it on HBO and I was like, oh my God, I'm feeling certain feelings. Oh my God. My squiggles are zigging yeah. and zagging. Sure. That's hot, and that is I'm giving the award the most confusing storyline to that. I love it. What um, award would you like to give? I would like to give most believably bored uh, <laughs> performance because I I have a thing, and I, this is this is a, a whatever. I like to actually believe that I like to go on the journey. I'm such a nerd and such an actor uh-huh. that I want to watch a porn. I'm like I want to believe that they're really into it. I would love that because I want to know that they're like because sometimes I watch. I watch straight porn, but if I feel like the woman's getting oh. hurt in any way or like, I Awful. feel like it's like degrading to, I, I can't. And Awful. I'm not, and not even like I'm such a good person, but it's like, it's just not it at just all sexy to me. I don't want to watch pleasure it. Zones no, you. thank you. But I love watching when like a woman's really into it or I love watching when I feel like people are like. When people are into it, it's fantastic. When they really go on the ride. Yeah. But I have to say, I love the commitment to how bored <laughs> Girth Brooks is. Do you know Girth Brooks? I do know Girth Brooks. He acts like he is, he's so believably like annoyed, but to the point it's hot. It's like, I'm just some dude. I'm some lunk. Yeah. You know. Getting um, my, getting my wonker blowed. Completely. And it's like, whatever, dude, finish the business. And it just, there's something about it that just works. Yeah. So don't ever change Girth. Don't you ever change. Don't ever change. I love when the um, And he's always good. plays the straight guys. He's always married or he always is like, my wife's in the other room. He's right. always that guy. Yeah. He just lets these guys do all kinds of things. And then, you know. Which we know is another problem in gay porn where they're like, my 
stupid fucking wife My is gone. My dumb woman who has no clue. What's God, she's happening. an idiot. Yeah, uh, a lot of like, weird misogyny in gay porn. It's like, guys, just fuck. Just yeah. suck each other's dicks and right. leave that young lady sure. alone. Maybe don't talk about women uh, if you don't have anything to say. <laughs> Maybe Drew, that. before we let you go, what would you like to plug? Oh, um, uh, I'm doing my new solo show. Uh, it's called Happy Birthday, Doug. Yes. And I'm playing nine characters. <gasps> I'm playing nine gay men all at a birthday party from hell. Um, oh, it's set at a wine bar so in Silver funny. Lake. So um, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be at the Celebration Theater in L.A. in September. Mm-hmm. Um, Saturdays at eight and Sundays at seven. Amazing! So you can please come see it. It's a, and it's a tiny theater, so get tickets in advance because. Um, you know, it's a small little space, but it's getting ready to go off Broadway What in February. I'm taking it to Drew? New York. Yeah. Congrats. So it's, um, it's directed by the fantastic Tom DeTrinis, who we've worked together a million times. Do you Amazing. know Tom? Do you know Tom I DeTrinis? don't. He's a delight and he's Amazing. fantastic. And so he directed it and it's, it's a, it's my, so if you're in LA in September, um, get a chance to um, come check it out before it goes to, to New York City. Yeah. Uh, and if you're in New York, come see it in February. And then where do we find you online that for that? What's I'm your on, socials? I'm on um, Instagram, uh, Drew, and I think there's a little dash between Drew Drogi. Okay. And I'm on the Twitter, just at Drew Drogi. Great. You know, I'm very easy to find and very easy to Good. track down. Good. And Same with me. Find me at Mono Agapian. Follow us at Drag Her Podcast on Instagram. We have a lot of stupid, lovely stuff on there. Um, please uh, go listen to my other podcast I do with Betsy Sodaro on Patreon oh, yes. called We Love Trash. <laughs> um, it's a good time. We talk about reality, food, celebrities, and everything we love to hate and hate to need. Um <laughs> Rate and review us on iTunes. We love hearing your opinions, even when they're even when they're negative. I give you a little, you know what? I'm sorry you're having a bad day. Yeah, I hope you're gonna be okay. And I see you. Uh, until next time. Bye. Bye. Honey dipped pesto trash. <laughs> Stroll on to throw some shade. Kiki with the gaze. It's time to drag that was a headgum podcast.